This is an unusual, uh, strange feeling the start of this podcast because I feel like we peaked quite early at the very beginning of the week yesterday with our uh, oil rig chat. <laughs> yeah, uh, how are we going to match that today? Well, uh, I've got a question I need to ask you in a minute. It may, it may just match it. I'm not sure. Okay, uh, but I should say Danielle Perry, who follows us. If you're listening to the live version of this show, obviously right now you're listening to a podcast, uh, but. Uh, as she came to uh, take over the battle uh-huh. of the studio at seven o'clock, she was saying that she was fascinated about oil rigs and wanted to find out what we were talking about. So we just had to say to her, look, yeah. you've got to download the podcast like everyone else did yesterday. She was even telling us about a trip that she wants to do near her neck of the woods, yeah. Brighton Way, where you can go in a boat and see a pylon. Uh, uh, I, I, I don't want to correct you because I was very, very interested in the trip. I think it was a wind farm. Are you sure? I think it might be a pylon. I, I, I'm pretty sure it was a wind farm. I think she said it was a, a wind farm that was off the coast. I swear she said pylon. Producer Adem, what is it? Let's, let's get her in. She's a massive fan of pylons. Let's pylon. get her in. Let's get her in. Let's get some live Danielle Perry in right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't know I what know we're talking she's about. She's a massive this is... fan of pylons and she wants to join a community of pylon lovers. Pylon yeah, lovers, who could it be? Let's put I a little microphone on there. It was off the coast. I'm pretty sure of it. Here hey, she is. Danielle come in, comes in Danielle. now. This is breaking we're, live we're just activity on getting this podcast. the podcast done. Right, okay. You know how yesterday you were really excited. Oh, exci- no. Oh, no. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You know how yesterday you were really excited about oil rigs? Yes. And we had some oil rig facts. Yes. And you were saying that you really like pylons. I love them. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you or did you not say to me, and Bush thinks it's something different, I think it's something different. Okay. Did you not say to me that. Off of the coast of where you live, yeah. you want to go on a boat trip around an off-sea wind farm. Exactly. Oh, damn. There's hundreds of them right off the Hove coastline. It looks brilliant. I can see them from the beach. You can go at night time as well. It looks amazing. I it's like thought, utopia. I heard you say pylons, and I thought you were talking about... This is probably why I left the studio quite quickly last night. <laughs> oh, come on. Because I, I thought you were, you were talking about a boat trip to specifically go and see a pylon. No, but if you go on a boat trip around Venice, you'll see pylons in the sea. And I'm not even joking with you. Absolutely mad about pylons. I'm now wondering whether the question I was going to ask you at the beginning of the podcast, I now actually asked Danielle. Do it for, literally. You remember 15 to 1 where the light goes out over the yeah. top of the red? I know. <laughs> You've just okay. gone. He's gone. In the shadows. Can you see a wart in my tash? What? I tried him. <laughs> Where's this come from? I think I've got a wart in my tash. Can you see one? Is that under your right nostril? Uh, Yeah. No, well, you've got a little circle bit now, but I wouldn't have noticed it. Oh, really? I'm paranoid about it. It's a more more dense bit of hair. Yeah. No, I don't think it's a wart. He mentioned this earlier on, uh, and then when when you see it, you can now can't not notice it. It's just there the whole time. I'm paranoid about it. It's like a little... Stop stop pointing pointing it out to everybody, (laughs) and then you won't be so paranoid. Weirdly, we're talking about a pylon poking out the top of the sea. It's a little bit like that with this (laughs) moustache. It is a little bit, yeah. Okay, well, uh, here's the podcast. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Final hour of the no repeat guarantee on Absolute Radio. Some would say it's the best hour. It is the best hour, isn't it? There's not many that say it, but some do say it. We're having a lock-in. We should do a. We should have a no repeat guarantee lock-in. Brilliant. We'll do another hour <laughs> on top. But whoever's whoever's listening now is allowed to stay on. Everyone else has to wait outside. Oh dear. Wednesday uh. afternoon. It's Bush and Richie. It's home time on Absolute Radio. Uh, so as Richie alluded to at the very start of the show, we're a little bit disappointed today because Richie and I got papped without our knowledge. 
Uh, we were walking back from our little show meeting. It's, you know, despite actually listening to the show, we do actually plan it. We try. Which will be a surprise to some people. We work at the little cafe down the road. We were walking back innocently from a coffee and a show plan, and Brendan from our office uh, illicitly filmed this on his mobile phone, which is one of the downsides of modern technology, and posted it on the internet. And it's gone into meltdown a little. We've had a lot of comments. Jamie says they look like they've been out shoplifting. Sam says, I don't know what he means by this, you can tell exactly what sort of kids they were like at school. What's I mean, that even what, mean? What's he intimating? What are you intimating, mate? But the overall thing that has been the bulk of the comments has been about the way that we wear our backpacks. Yeah, so I'm carrying mine. It's a standard rucksack. Obviously, you've got the shoulder straps, but you've got that little carry handle at the top as well. Yeah. And I'm carrying mine along. Richie's carrying this one, swinging it along. I've got mine on both shoulders. Uh, and the comments kind of read like this. Adam says, uh, double straps, Bush, I like it taking the mickey out of the fact that I'm wearing it double strapped uh, and then someone says I don't know I haven't got his name but he says Richie why would you have a backpack then carry it like a holdall what is your problem <laughs> right case for the defence here on two sides of things so first off as a kid going to school when I did you'd never wear it double strapped you'd wear one nonchalantly walking along as your school bag yeah yesterday I'm carrying it because it's so hot. It's roasted. I'm never going to wear two straps yesterday. Going to have some horrible sort of sweaty back otherwise. <laughs> and then once you've got the sweaty back, you're then committed to wearing that rucksack for the rest of the afternoon. But the thing is, in my defence, I would never have normally worn a bag on both shoulders back in the day. Because if you wore that at school, you're the equivalent of that one kid in your year that's got a briefcase. <laughs> and no one needs that. <laughs> However, as I've got later on in life, particularly now that I'm a father of two... I don't care what I look like anymore. <laughs> I lit my whole self self esteem and you know looking after myself that went out the window donkeys years ago. <laughs> so I think we're talking starting the show here with backpack protocol. Is that what we're doing? It's backpack protocol. Uh, two gentlemen of their early forties. What is the correct way to wear a rucksack? Because the way we did it yesterday, savage. And I feel like we're being slightly trolled by our music team here because we're going into <laughs> handbags and glad rags. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Bush and Richie here with the Hometime Show. We'd like to personally thank all of you for listening in a kind of lingering hug type way. That's the Stereophonics. Like we said earlier on, final hour of the no repeat guarantee. No songs repeated on our watch. Sneaky video gathered yesterday of Bush and I arriving for work after a brainstorming session of ideas for the show. Seriously, it happens. And the clock that we've received for how we were wearing or carrying our rucksacks is out of proportion. It is it's unbelievable. And the debate rages on. We are talking about backpack protocol today. So what is the correct way to actually wear it? One shoulder, both shoulders, no shoulders and carry it like a holder like Richie did. Thank you very much. Uh, Rachel says two shoulders always got to think of your spine. That's a very sensible way of looking at it. You made a very good point before we kicked the show off, Richie. You said that if someone wears a uh, backpack on both shoulders, you look a little bit like a languages student. That's Certainly the way that I would look, yes, yeah, straight away, yeah. Do you remember them from when you were, Is EF still a thing? When I was a kid in Torquay, <laughs> you used to have thousands of EF students we, everywhere. We, we had that in Eastbourne as well, yes. Blue backpacks, both shoulders. <laughs> uh, Ray Weir says they're not parachutes, one shoulder only. All oh, right. That's, I think that's the way that I would generally go. <laughs> Come on, lads, they're not parachutes. <laughs> Kieran says, Firth absolutely looks like he's carrying some meat produce in that backpack, so correct protocol observed. Now, I wasn't on the way to a barbecue. Actually, I've seen... Adam, someone else has also actually asked, what is in them? You're just two radio DJs. What do you need to bring to work? Oh, you want to have a little look? You want to have a little look? OK, I've got mine to hand here. A uh, pair of headphones, sunglasses. You join us here on Home Time for live bag inventory. <laughs> uh, hair gel. 
One roll on. One roll off. <laughs> Second roll on. Two roll ons? Yeah. Are you mad? One for each pit. <laughs> Tell me that's a joke. <laughs> I don't know why I've got two, to be honest. And uh, some hand cream. Wow, you, you could literally, uh, <laughs> if push comes to shove, you need to go on the run. You, you could survive for quite a while. Oh, what a 4G hub. <laughs> 4G hub. <laughs> what have I got in mind? I've got uh, a lock for me bike, a charger for my... I like Bluetooth earphones, but they're always running out, so you've, yeah. got, you've got to charge them. Uh, I've got rules for a board game. Brilliant. I always read board game rules when I'm on the train. Roll-on deodorant. There you and, go. How and many have you got? An addictive phone. I've only got the one. Oh. <laughs> I use the same one on both pits. And there you go. Spread the cost of the latest phones with flexible contracts that lower your monthly bill. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, I wear my backpack with both shoulder straps on. Richie doesn't. He carries his a little bit like a hold all. <laughs> it's just the way we roll. We're a pair of mavericks. Uh, and backpack protocol seems to be the issue du jour of the Home Time Show so far. Uh, Des says the best way for 40 plus year old blokes to wear rucksacks is not at all. <laughs> right, Des. <laughs> Nicola says, two shoulders, always. That's why it has two straps. If it keeps slipping off one one shoulder, uh, if you're just carrying it in your hand, you should have got a handbag instead. <laughs> and Ben from Peebra says, the only way to wear a backpack, right strap over left shoulder, head through the strap, it saves you leaning to avoid the bag sliding off. It is the issue the nation is talking about. Uh, we've got Howard hanging on to talk to us. I think Howard. Oh, no, he's driving. Oh, uh, who's Hi, this? Richie. This is his wife, Lorraine. Hey, Lorraine, well, we'll talk to you anyway. Because... Lorraine, can I ask very quickly, did he dictate that to you and you texted it? How did the texting he work? He did, yes. He, he did dictate that. He said that. All right, uh, who is he? On... Is it you, his secretary uh... now? Uh, Lorraine, take this down and send it to the home time boys, <laughs> would you? He didn't, he didn't know I was sending it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair well, enough. I told him after I'd sent it. Well, um, look, Lorraine, <laughs> explain to us how is the rucksack ruling in your household? It's exactly um, as it should be, one strap, one shoulder, every time. Now, what's the reasoning behind this? Because otherwise you look like a real fool. (laughs) (laughs) I was expecting a little bit more of a nuanced approach to the reasons why you can't wear them on both shoulders. Look, I always go both shoulders, Lorraine. What's your problem with it? Oh, it's just not good for you. And then somebody can grab hold of the handle at the back, the one that Richie was carrying it with, and pull you. Pull you? Who does that? Who even does that, Lorraine? Kids do that at school. They did when we were at school, hence the one shoulder, one strap rule. This is coming from two 50-year-olds that know this kind of thing. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Ryan in Southend says, I used to be a one-shoulder guy until my nan scaremongered me into believing that my shoulders would end up uneven if I didn't wear the pair of them at the same time. As ever with these kind of things, it then takes another level, people noticing things that aren't necessarily what we're talking about. We went and did a bit of a rucksack audit. What we are we actually carrying as, as two radio DJs? I felt like we were pushed into having to go through our bags because Very of this so, uh, Bush, why do you have a bike lock in your bag? Surely if you have used your bike, then it should be locked up until you return to it. If you haven't used your bike, then you don't need the lock. Well, I have this amazing little bit of technology, the world's tiniest bike lock. Look at this little tiny thing. It's worse, like a, that's like a car fob. It's a little tiny, looks like a car fob, means I can take it with me and I don't, I haven't got my bike with me today because I'm having a couple of shandies with my friends oh, after the I show. See, right. uh, so, but for some reason it's still in my bag, but if it's that tiny, it doesn't make any difference. Yeah, it's true. 
Andrew, I defend you on that. Thank you. Right, Ricky says on Twitter, um, uh, oh no, actually, he's saying, are we forgetting the waist strap that's on some backpacks? What's the protocol in those bags? Let's just leave that one <laughs> yeah. to one side. Uh, Phil says, uh, Bush couldn't stop a pig in an alley. <laughs> now, that that is an interesting one because I, I didn't... Is he referring to my legs? I, I, I didn't want to ask, just in case there's something medically wrong with your legs that I didn't know about. What a wonderful way to put it. <laughs> what a wonderful way to do put you, it. Do you have an issue with your legs? Because you, you walk Do quite, I have an issue with my legs? You walk quite bandy. I have a bandy gait, yeah. Do you, well, you do have a bandy gait. I, I, it doesn't mean I have a problem with my legs. I, I just, bet five aside, you are rife for being nutmegged. I get nutmegged, I would say, more than your average person. <laughs> do you know, it's weird you should point this out, right? Because Sarah Champion, lovely Sarah Champion from Absolute Radio yeah. here, I remember about three or four years ago bumping into her in uh, Highgate in North London. Is that because your legs were all bandy? Well, sort of like... I was at a distance and I was waving at her and then we, we she was walking her dogs and then we, bumped, we we saw each other in the middle of the street and she said, oh, I, realize, I knew that was you. I was like, what do you mean? Because I saw her from way back because got dropped off on the bus. She said, I could tell by the way you walked. <laughs> and then she had to go and I was like, I ne- it's never quite resolved it in my mind. What was she talking about? If you're at work right now, sat in front of your workstation and you haven't got much left to do in your workday, Pop online, have a look at this video on Absolute Radio's Twitter and imagine Bush trying to stop a pig in an alleyway. This is an HR incident. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Tesco Club Card vouchers are now worth double at Tesco Mobile, so use them to lower your monthly phone bill. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. We are only a few days left of the school summer holidays and for those that are affected, we've nearly all made it. Nearly there, nearly there. Been handing out money like Phil Mitchell telling people to go up (laughs) up west and get themselves something nice. Uh, We're thinking back to school, I think, Tuesday for most people of next week. I think so, yeah. It looks like a lot of people get the old inset training day on the Monday. So it looks like Tuesday's the day. That's the thing, isn't it? Because I guess with that amount of time, teachers didn't really have a chance to be able to fit in a day of training. So best to start it a day late, isn't it, Mm. school? Uh, But undoubtedly... Everyone is going to be spammed with back-to-school photos on Tuesday next yes, week. Yes, get ready for your social feeds to uh, be full of people stood outside, doorsteps, that kind of thing, it'll new uniforms. Be, it'll either be doorstep in new uniform, yep. uh, literally uniform you could strike a match off, <laughs> mantelpiece, new uniform, or yep. weirdly, and this is one more of the 70s and 80s, back garden. Yes, that's true. Stood there like Lee Harvey Oswald <laughs> with your new school satchel. <laughs> Garden pictures, but we've been talking about backpacks ourselves here. We'd like to we'd like to get in on this. We would do, wouldn't we? Yeah, we've got a great we've got a great front door here at uh, the Absolute Radio headquarters here in Golden Square that would be perfect for a picture of Bush and I outside first day of school. Imagine that in the Absolute Radio uniform. What a brilliant way to kick off the new term. If you are a bit annoyed, like thinking, "Oh my God, I'm not looking forward to next week's. I'm getting sick of all these back to school photos." What about a nice little sweetener one of of Richie and I yeah. stood on the doorstep there? It looks like Downing Street, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, it does. So we've, we've got the cameraman, we have the door, but we don't have any of the kit, do we? No. No, we don't have any of the kit. Um, I think if you go to most supermarkets these days, you know they've got the aisle out of uh, you know some some fairly cheap um, universal um, uniform that we can get. Pair of uh, school trousers in Aldi when I was at the weekend, two pound ninety. <laughs> How'd you get a pair of school trousers for two pound ninety? <laughs> but if you had a, uh, a good school uniform, an unusual school uniform, or you've got the uniform knocking around that maybe your kids have grown out of and they're not wearing anymore, send them to us. Ties, we could do with ties. That's not something that you're going to get in a super. Market aisle, is it? At school, were you normal tie or you used to do things where you turned around the other way so you had something like a uh, um, Mickey Flanagan type thin little uh, keyboard guitar tie? You don't become head boy by wearing your tie in a crazy way. Uh, is that what it is? Yeah. By the book? Yeah. I don't mean Mickey Pierce from Only Fools and Horses, not Mickey Flanagan. That's a completely <laughs> wrong use of tie. 
Look, let us know, 8, 12, 15. We need uniform. This photo will happen this week and you'll see it on Tuesday morning. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute radio. Now, my I've been obsessed the last couple of days with uh, the generosity of Specsavers who have awarded England cricketer Jack Leach a lifetime supply of glasses. This is after his heroic part uh, in uh, England uh, saving that test match the other day against Australia. He wears his glasses and uh, there were all these images of him every time he was having to face one of these 100 mile an hour rockets from the Aussie bowlers. Yep. He's taking his glasses off, he's giving them a, cl- a quick rub because they're all steaming up, putting them back on and he's he's been given a lifetime supply of glasses from Specsavers. I fell for him because I get a lot of tweets about him because people obviously he's got glasses as mm. a busher like uh, and he's got a visor on with, with yeah. the cricket and if you've pl- ever played paintball in glasses the, the, the biggest <laughs> problem you've got is not the enemy it's the fact they keep steaming up when you're hiding <laughs> so I felt sorry for the guy but a lifetime supply as a prize is something that's been kicking around for a long long time when I think back to the likes of watching Going Live back on a Saturday morning yeah. they give away lifetime supplies of stuff but is it really that good a prize when you think about it for the, for the glasses for example mm-hmm. how how many times are you meant to get your eyes tested? Every two years or something? Something like that. Not that often, I don't think. So maybe, worst case scenario, if your eyesight gets worse every time, you're getting a new pair of glasses every two years. Yeah. So let's back a fag packet maths here. Let's say every two years, you're paying 100 quid. OK. Maybe. Yeah. So that's 50... You're going to estimate how long he's got left, this guy. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it's that. It's a key part of the maths. But in reality, you're winning 50 quid a year. It's, a, it's, yeah. it's maybe not now the greatest of prizes. Lifetime supply sounds better than that as maths, doesn't if it? If you were to win a wife, a lot of lifetime, that's a very different thing. <laughs> not again, thanks. <laughs> a lifetime supply of something. <laughs> what are you winning? Do you know what? I, I would love a lifetime supply of goo, ramekin, chocolate things. But this is my problem with it, right? I love, I love them. I love when, when we get them. You see them reduced. Bat, I'm in there. I'll even yep. text, I'll text family and say, look, they're reduced in Aldi or whatever. Uh, the problem is, if I got a lifetime supply of them, I'd get loads of them, and maybe I wouldn't like them anymore because I have to keep eating them because I've got them for the rest of my life. Secondly, storage issues. If they all arrive in one crate, oh. you're having to get some kind of chest fridge just to, <laughs> just to keep your lifetime supply of goo chocolates, aren't you? And whenever I eat them, I think, oh, I'll do something with that ramekin. Maybe use it for craft or art, and I never do. And where am I going to keep all of those? So suddenly, I, I've opened the eyes here to the lifetime supply. It's actually, I think, not a great thing. So, two questions here. One, if you were to win a lifetime supply of something, what would it be? And secondly, and I don't think we'll hear from anyone on this, have you ever won a lifetime supply of something and how did it work out? 8, 12, 15. It's game on. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Jiggler once. On Absolute Radio, and someone says, game on, great shout that. The first series is one of the best comedy series ever made. There we are, we did say. There you go, that's the Absolute Radio 90s for you. Right, Lifetime's Supply. Uh, Have you ever won one? Uh, We'd like some intel of what you won and how it turned out. And if you could win a Lifetime Supply of something... What would it be? Let's know. Can we just draw a line under the marriage jokes? There's a lot of marriage jokes going on here. Please just just knock it on the end. Oh dear, you can do you can do better than this. Uh, Kate in Kent says I have to have my eyes tested every year. The glasses cost me about five hundred pounds a pop. Good price for me. So suddenly, wow. what I thought wasn't such a good price for that cricket fella 
yeah. is getting better. It is slowly getting better, isn't yeah. it? Well, listen to this one. Guys, I've won a lifetime of parenting. I'm a granddad now. Does this qualify? <laughs> Hashtag forever dad. Uh, and Ant in Birmingham says, I've won a lifetime supply of still tango way back in the 90s. The drink then disappeared from the stores and I never received a single bottle. That is a sad story. I remember that. So it, close. It, you had still tango, you had still Fanta as well. You don't see that anywhere now. But was that like, a, was it a real thing or was it just like a bit of a PR stunt? No, well, I, I hope it's a nasty PS, a PR stunt if they're taking that away from Ant. Poor Ant. He's the victim in this. Uh, Christian Solihull says, I never won a lifetime supply, but I did win a year's supply of beer once, which equated to 288 bottles on my first competition entry in the sadly now defunct Atlantic Beer Club. Oh, God bless him. It's good to win something, though. It's good it to be is. in the frame. Uh, we've got Joe on the line. Joe, mate, what did you win? Uh, I won a, a year's supply of Krispy Kremes. So how does that happen? Because obviously Krispy Kremes, they, they are the Rolls Royce of the donut world. But obviously the essence of that is that they're fresh. So how does, how does a year's supply of donuts go? You just, I got her, well, it was called a gold card. Um, and you just go into the store and you go and pick up two, um, two dozen boxes every month for a year and they stamp your card. Hang on, hang on. So to clarify here, two dozen boxes. So is that two dozen is 24, 24. isn't it? So yeah. are you winning 24 boxes or are you winning no. two boxes of 12? Two boxes of 12. That's not a year's supply. Well, honestly, try and eat them. It is. <laughs> <laughs> so does it make you feel like, uh, I'd say, Elvis, that kind of thing? I mean, if you oh, eat them all the time? It was horrific. <laughs> you're, I'm sorry, my friends. Your definition of horror is very different to mine. Give me a glazed ring any day. Uh, it was good, but after the 10th one or so, it was... Uh... It wasn't good. I think we might just happen to across uh, the title of Richie's autobiography, though, Joe, mate. <laughs> the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Bush and Richie here with our Hometime Show. This is Absolute Radio on a Wednesday night. Music to have your tea to. If you've already had your tea, maybe five o'clock's fine. Tea before five, absolute madman. <laughs> it's not tea. It's not tea, is it's it? It's just a snack. You're just mucking around. You'll be eating again before nine. Uh, speaking of eating, AJ says in the 90s, Tic Tacs run a competition to win a lifetime supply. I won. Mm. And they just sent 30 wholesale crates of Tic Tacs, all peppermint flavour. See, I can't work out whether that's just a bit of a nightmare. No offence to Tic Tacs, but would you want all of them in one go, like there? Do you know what I mean? Like in front of you? If it were me, I'd want orange and lemon, because that's my go-to Tic Tac okay. flavour. you'd stipulate. Uh, but hey, look, if it's a lifetime supply, yeah, I'd, I'd, I would want some kind of... Flavour variety. But like Joe was saying on the phone earlier on, I like the idea of going in with your card and you can have what you want then. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. a better way, rather than having pallets delivered. Lifetime supply, if you've ever won anything. <laughs> and how did it work out? Uh, Jenny on the line. Jenny, what did you win? Well, I won. I entered a local radio competition and I won a year's supply of free Oasis drinks. <laughs> and this wow. At mid-90s. And every month, this uh, big lorry had put up outside my house with crates of the stuff... And it was the big, really heavy glass bottle. And it was... Conservatory was absolutely rammed. So that's where you stored it, in your mum and dad's conservatory? Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We couldn't drink it fast enough, so I had to take it into school and sell them for 50p a bottle. Oh, my <laughs> words. That's amazing. How apt that we've got our big Oasis documentary tonight at nine, and you're talking about getting the Oasis drink in the mid-90s as well. <laughs> I, my big worry about getting something for a lifetime supply would be that you wouldn't enjoy it anymore. Was that something that happened to you, that you had so many of these things that you almost freaked out by them a little bit? Yeah, yeah, it put me off for a long time. I can drink it again now, but it's, uh, it's a bit nostalgic when I have one now, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm alright with it now. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, spread the cost of the latest phones with flexible contracts that lower your monthly bill. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Not quite a lifetime supply, but this text says I won a year's cinema pass a few years ago oh, wow. in Basildon. I absolutely hammered it. <laughs> Worked at a factory on the next roundabout, so every day at lunch, I'm collecting all my workmates' orders for their family's nights out. Had a few rounds with management at the cinema oh. where they tried to stop me ordering four tickets for five different viewings of Marley and Me. Oh, no. <laughs> they must have hated him. I love the fact that he worked at the factory around the corner. Like, you can see him down the, walking down the embankment. That'd be great, though, wouldn't it? Cinema, yeah. stuff for you. Rinsing it, rinsing it. Keep those texts coming in, 8, 12, 15. Uh, in terms of you sending stuff in, we just want to say a big thank you. Uh, it was kind of this time last night and we were lamenting the fact that peripheral sports aren't on telly anymore. You know, you think back in the day, like truck racing used to be oh, on. Oh, yes. Uh, sumo wrestling, etc. So we decided to launch Bush and Richie's Forgotten Sports Network, an actual TV channel. Uh, if you have a little look at our tweets at Absolute Radio, we've just posted up uh, tomorrow's listings. So you yeah. can have a little look what's on it. And put it this way, Kabaddi's on at 8pm. <laughs> it's going to be great. Oh. <laughs> It's just frozen. What's going on? It's just frozen. It's going to come on at any minute now. Uh, so, yeah, the screen's gone completely white. Maybe that is us trying to get this TV uh, network launched. Do you know what? Use the bandwidth up. I reckon I can press it from my side. I'm going to give this a go. Come on, here we go. Have I got the magic finger to bring on some Keen? No, I haven't. No, you haven't no, got it. No, I haven't. I haven't no. got it. No. Uh, so, <laughs> there's some great stuff on our little TV listing. Have a little look for yourself. We can stand here for 15 seconds just going kabaddi, 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 kabaddi. Got to hold your breath. Got to hold your breath. Ah, oh, it's key. This music is really, really <laughs> new. New music on Absolute Radio. Keen. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Wednesday evening, it's the final hour of another award-dodging Hometime show. <laughs> Portugal, the man, Felix Stillis, Bush and Richie on Absolute Radio. So they've only gone and suspended Parliament then. That's yes. the kind of... I mean, this our show has been compared to Panorama on many, many occasions. <laughs> uh, and you can't avoid it. It's the kind of news that's been kind of ticking over in the background whilst we've been mucking around going on about lifetime supplies and backpacks. Oh, we've heard the news. Don't worry. We no. know what's going We've got our finger on the pulse. I don't fully understand what's going on, but we know that they're suspending Parliament. Yes. Uh, I mean, yeah, let's, let's, let's get away from the uh, the more serious side of things. If, if you had the ability, if, the, if there was something that was causing you a lot of grief in your life, and it's fair to say for the Prime Minister, Parliament is... A little bit. Um... If you had the ability just to say, do you know what, I'm going to put that on pause for a few weeks, yeah. forget about it, what would you just put an immediate suspension, a big pause on in your life? I love the idea of going around just chucking out suspensions, yeah. suspending stuff. For me, I'd suspend EastEnders. <laughs> Honestly, I moan about EastEnders every night. It seems to be on all the time now. I remember when it was on like once or twice a week. It seems to be on every night. My other half, Katie, watches it. And it's got to the stage now where... They don't know what they're doing. There's just there's houses on Albert Square where they've just like 
packed in with peripheral characters that don't have any meaning anymore. They're all living together. There's 15 of them in one house. I think you're right. Isn't it only Wednesday nights that EastEnders is not on? Yeah, that's it. One night of the week it's not on. They're always in hospital. They're forever in prison with a little stripe across their (laughs) grey jumper and tracky bottoms. Suspend EastEnders. I think as contentious as the suspending of Parliament is, I'm I'm supporting you you. on the suspension of EastEnders. Effective immediately. I'm going to suspend the growth of my two teenagers. Okay. In one week, I've had to deal with GCSE results and the other one turning 14, and I can't quite deal with it. Is this this gifts or them growing older in front of your eyes? (laughs) Please be honest about this. It's it's the second, Uh, obviously. Of course, yeah, yeah. So just suspend (laughs) growth just for a couple of weeks. I can deal with it, come to terms with it, and then you can keep, keep growing. Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Russell, for example, says his credit card payments for approximately the next 100 years. That's not quite the... Look, with great power comes great responsibility. Exactly, you can't be doing that. Yeah. Uh, Joe says she'd like to suspend the DFS sale. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> It never ends. That's the good thing about DFS. It's always on. Susan says, uh, my diet, again. Uh, yes, I've got a, a similar suspension going on as we speak, Susan. Don't worry. Uh, and Leander says, I'd like to suspend the night drawing in. I like the light evenings. That's a good point. It, it's starting to almost get a little bit darker again, isn't it? Yeah. Quicker. Yeah. Are we over the middle hump, bit, whatever the word is? Equinox. That's the word of yeah. <laughs> Are we over the equinox? Yeah. Yes, we did are. Did you listen in geography? I, I wasn't there. <laughs> I just wasn't there most of the time. What would you suspend? Let us know now, 8, 12, 15. Time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, spread the cost of the latest phones with flexible contracts that lower your monthly bill. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, Joe, if you if you want to keep up to date with all the current affairs, you stick with us. Six twenty four. Richie and I are saying we've just noticed they've suspended Parliament. <laughs> We're on it. We know what's going on. So, if you could suspend something in your life that you've just had enough of for a little bit, what would it be? Gavin wants to suspend the UK top forty. <laughs> and you know what? Having driven around quite a bit and have the radio on on uh, is it on a Sunday? I think I- I'd be up for that. It's absolutely flipping awful. <laughs> All I do is sit there with my nine-year-old and moan about, that's not even proper singing, let's put a voice through a machine. <laughs> whistle that tune, but you can't whistle that tune, that's all I say. <laughs> suspend the UK Top 40. Oh, uh, Ian uh, wants to suspend the work on his shed roof. He says, what? Uh, <laughs> what, Ian? He says, uh, it's been about three years now, water's slowly been seeping through it. He's been renewing it for three years. <laughs> Got it, all that power, that's what he's going to do. Three years. Ben in Windsor says, I'd like to suspend moths with their disgusting hairy bodies and erratic flight paths. Get rid. Do you know what, this is the weirdest thing. I think we have moths in our cupboard at the moment. Like, you know, living in your clothes? In a clothes cupboard? Yeah, is that So you've got thing? holes in your clothes? Well, I haven't seen... Oh, my God, I did have a hole in my T-shirt the other day. That's a moth. I just thought that was the washing machine. No, it's the moth. Oh, you know mothballs? What are they? Is that? Don't tell me that's someone on a moth, because that is disgusting. <laughs> is that a way of getting rid of a moth? Or do they leave them behind? Do is you know it, what? Is I it a mothball know. something they produce? If something... It, right, let's work this out. So if something's mothballed, then it's it's like done away with, done isn't with it? Yeah, done dusted. So maybe it is leftover moth. Oh, God, leftover moth. That is the worst <laughs> of the leftovers. <laughs> Bush has got leftover moths in his cupboard. That really is awful. Right, I'm backing him. <laughs> Suspend moths. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Try to work out, first of all, what mothballs are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ali in Huddersfield says mothballs are made of camphor and you use them as a, in your wardrobe as a moth deterrent. They smell odd. So it's ah. actually a thing you use to get rid of moths. So it's nothing to do with moths. It's not moth. 
You said leftover moth, <laughs> a moth four was. <laughs> and I, then, I say things with confidence. But then, there's, I've just discovered this article in The Guardian that says, Reme- revenge of the clothes moths, as numbers boom, can they be stopped? So I think at the moment, as we stand in 2019, there's a uh, moth-eating clothing epidemic. There's a movie in that. Isn't there? Moths taking over the world. Moths on a plane, something like that. <laughs> It could be. Oh, horrible flight. Horrible. Uh, and then this text came in on the subject of pausing things. This gentleman has given his name. I'm not going to read his name because I think he's been a bit bold given his name. So you're going to censor it on his behalf? I'm going to censor it on his behalf. Do you, want, do you want to say the full thing on the podcast and throw him under the bus? <laughs> <laughs> it's always I'll decide option. when you get to the podcast. We'll decide. Uh, he says, I would like to pause my pregnant missus going on about baby stuff. I am excited. I really am excited. But there's only so much I can take. <laughs> like I said, he's given us his name. I've decided to withhold it for his own good. Find out exactly who it is <laughs> and his identity on the podcast. Club card vouchers are now worth double at Tesco Mobile, so use them to lower your monthly phone bill. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. And now, a podcast extra. David Bromley. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So just to tie things up from the beginning of the podcast, I cannot believe you asked Danielle Perry to have a look at your mole or your wart on your beard. <laughs> I just think it's actually a whitehead oh. that's got matted in a bit of, uh, like, tash hair. Um, this, that's what a terrible end if you are listening whilst eating I apologise we should have a warning at the start of this uh, it's with a heavy heart that I say, I say Bill Bailey please wrap this up matted whitehead head. <laughs>